This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Our song is the slamming screen door, sneaking out late, tapping on your window. When we're on the phone and you talk real slow, cause it's late and your mama don't know, our song is the way you laugh. The first date, man, I didn't kiss her and I should have. Then when I got home, for I said amen, asking God if he could play it again. That was our song by Taylor Swift. Actually, one of my favorite songs, kind of of all time. I think Taylor, some of Taylor Swift's best work. Now you're wondering, what year are we in? We are back in 2009, seemingly the most popular year here on Senior Superlatives. And you're wondering, what was happening in 2009? Well, I will quickly tell you. I'm just going to do little five tidbits because we've been here before. Avatar comes out. Huge. Avatar is about to come out again. Ice Age Dawn of the Dinosaurs came out. The movie Up came out. Can you believe that? Right Round by Flo Rida featuring Kesha is one of the biggest songs. Same with Boom Boom Pow by Black Eyed Peas. Of course, GPS companies take a huge step in 2009 by enabling navigation on Apple's iPhones. In 2009, we got maps on our phones. Isn't that huge? Do we care about football? I don't know, but I'll tell you this much. The Steelers won, defeating the Arizona Cardinals in the Super Bowl. We don't care about... Do we care about golf? Maybe. Um, Lucas Glover won the U.S. Men's Golf Championship. I don't know who he is. Modern Family came out. Can you believe that? And where are we in the year 2009? Why, we are in Houston, Texas. And who are we? Uh, we are Catherine Cohen. Oh, my. I am just, <laughs> my body is pulsating with pleasure. I am levitating. Going. I'm levitating off the couch. I can't believe you're here. I have to be open and honest with you. I've never done a podcast on camera, so I feel like. I'm literally a movie star. And I want everyone to know, Catherine had no idea, cameras, that she was going to be on camera and then comes looking absolutely camera ready. And that is when you know mm. you have a star. That's when camera. you know you're in Los Angeles, California. Yes, exactly, exactly. Oh my God, thank you for having me. This is heaven. I am so thrilled to talk with you about your high school past because <sighs> yeah, I, yeah. I frankly don't know much. Well, there's not much. There's, there's much to know, I have to say. I feel like... When I was on seek treatment moons ago. Yeah, years and years and years. About 25 years ago. About, more or less. We briefly touched upon. Mm -hmm. But now here we are doing a deep dive. So, you know, to just get us started, I just want to know who were you? What was going on? What were you wearing? What were you listening to? Who Who were your friends? What was your high school like? Tell me everything. Oh, my God. So the main thing to know is that I went to... The first, I went to two different high schools. Okay. I went to one school for freshman year because it was supposed to be like, it was like an impressive school, but I went there 
didn't have a single friend in the world. During lunch, I would literally go listen to the Rent the Movie soundtrack <laughs> and eat alone in the library. And I was also say it with me on the South Beach diet. I was 14. Um, South Beach diet. <laughs> I think we did talk about this. The iconic dessert that was skim ricotta cheese oh, that you would mix with Splenda. Sometimes I still have it. Isn't that so sad? I had it kind of recently. Um, I know it's so sad. I, I didn't know bread was bad for you. And then I turned 14 and... Um, my mom got me the South Beach Diet book per my request, per my request. Okay. She didn't force it on me. And so I was, um, you know, not having my breads. I was not having any friends. And I would wear my – I'll never forget what I wore because I, I grew up my whole life having uniforms until I went to this high school. Did you go to, like, Catholic school up until this point? I went to um, a Baptist school, River Oaks Baptist. And then – so freshman year, I was – I, like, laid out my first day outfit. It was a green Lacoste polo. Kelly Green. Beautiful. Kelly lover. Beautiful. Um, a denim Abercrombie and Fitch mini. Love it. Rainbow sandals. Perfect. Remember those? Uh, do I remember light, light, rainbow The light tan mini. leather. Am I alive? Of course I remember. <laughs> Does she have a pulse? Yeah. Rainbow sandals. And then a this is this is where it really gets this is a nice segue. And a um James Avery cross pendant necklace that was inside a heart. Uh, on beautiful. a leather choker chain. That is beautiful. Yeah. What color leather? Brown? Black leather and pin pin straight hair eyeliner in the waterline. Of course. Yeah. You have to. Of course. I think that is an excellent first day of Thank school you. look. How short was the mini? Short. Too wow. short. Too short to sit in class and learn. Yes, because it was like when you sit down. It's crazy. touching the chair. Bare ass on plastic school chair. Yep. And I'll never forget, I, my my biology partner was this beautiful, beautiful, wealthy girl who dressed so well every day. I started keeping tabs on if she ever wore the same pair of shoes twice. Mm. Never did. Absolutely, she can't. Imagine being 14 and having enough shoes to change them every day to school. Every day is crazy. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there were some repeats, but she always had a look. And so I well, thought- there was enough you know. space between the shoe mm -hmm. so that like maybe she wore one shoe on Monday, the first week exactly. of November. Come the third week of November, you've forgotten what the Monday first week she was and now she can repeat it. Exactly. And I, I really wish her the best. She was really gorgeous. So you were at this school- for a year. I was there for a year and I was so, so lonely. And all my friends from middle school had gone to a different high school. So they were all together hanging out constantly. I They must have been posting images on Facebook at the time. Mm. No, no, no. Not Facebook. MySpace? MySpace? MySpace. 2009. Well, I technically, so if we are in your freshman year, we're in 2005. And oh, I yeah. Don't think, no, you're right. I didn't get a Facebook access. for college. We didn't get... Like, yeah, we didn't have access to Facebook, I don't think, until the – actually, you might have been able to have Facebook when you were, like, a sophomore in high school. No, because I remember being really excited when I got my, like, university email address when I was, like, getting ready right. to go to college. Then, then I started my Facebook. Yeah. But – I, there must have been – I used to post on a website called Picture Trail. Yeah, I was going to say Flickr. Yeah, so I like, was seeing images of my friends having fun without me is the point. So FOMO yeah. existed long before Instagram. For sure. So eventually I would cry, cry, cry every night. I remember I joined the basketball team, but I bruised my tailbone. So I had oh to like – Oh, God. I couldn't like sit for – I mean, it was really dark. And um, eventually I begged my parents to let me switch to the school where all my friends went. And they said, yeah, 
So then you went there sophomore year. And then, yeah, sophomore, junior, senior. You went to this separate school, though, because it was more, like, academically rigorous? It was, like, a, it was like, it was like more impressive. Got it. But it was, like, far from my house. I didn't know anyone. So I ended up going to the school that, like, wasn't as good, but I loved it. And we, But then it was sad because the other <laughs> school had uniforms. Oh, so you got to express yourself. For one year For only. one year. <laughs> and turn a bunch of looks in that one year. Oh. Did you make any friends at that school? I did. I'm not, I mean, I'm not telling the full truth. I did, and I'm still in touch with some of them today. Okay. But I just, you know, when you're when you're 14, it's like you just want so badly to be, like, with your girlies. Oh, absolutely. When you're 14, your scope of the world is truly, like, till Friday, till, like, the end of the week. Yeah, you know and what I just I mean? felt – and also, like, everyone else at the, at the new high school had gone – through middle school together, mm. which made it so difficult. Yes. I mean, I went through a similar experience. Yeah. I went to a boarding school. Oh, my God. For the first chunk of my freshman year. And then I left, like, halfway through. And I transferred into my high school. That's and hard. that was hard because a lot of people at my high school were lifers. Mm-hmm. Like, they had been there since kindergarten. Exactly. And, like, then it's hard to break through. And then it's doubly hard to break through when I'm coming through at – I started going to that school in March of my freshman year, which is like at that spring break. Yeah, you have like three months left, and I got there, and everyone was like, "Who is this?" Oh, that's so. I'm like actually cringing for you. Yeah, and I only went to school half days. Why? My boarding school that I came from was on a trimester system, so I technically was like had more credits. Oh my god! Because we also like at that boarding school, which was crazy. It was like trimester. School on Saturdays. Oh, like, no, no. It was crazy shit. It was the hard. That was like the hard, harder than any other schooling I've ever had in my life. I can't imagine a new girl showing up looking stunning like you and only going for half the day. Everyone was, was like, why does she not have to go to school? Everyone thought, everyone had no idea what my deal was. I was like, why are you here and why do you not have to go to as much school People as me? People thought I was an ecstasy dealer. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, but I was like, why that? I, I mean, I did have a job. I like worked at a a coffee shop when I was like you were dealing coffee I was dealing coffee legally (laughs) I've never even done ecstasy it's fun I'm sure (laughs) what if I like it what if I like it too much it's not too late I'm 30 we can give you ecstasy today girls Tevi no tonight (laughs) tonight so okay now we're now we're in your high school sophomore year we're Mm. with all of your girls Mm -hmm. what is the vibe of this high school is it clicky because when I think Texas and I've said this to my fellow Texans that have come on the pod Mm -hmm. when I think Texas I think football I think cheerleaders I think like want to meet out by the pit or whatever it's not full friday night lights <laughs> i don't but know i would love is. to go by the pit i was, yeah. I, was, I, was, I was never invited to the pit which was hard for me it was a bit like that it was very like country clubby sorority very christian like i was deep even though i'm half jewish i was like deep into youth group yes and i would say there i was not the popular girls the popular girls their parents were never home they had parties at their houses they were doing the drugs they were having the parties my they and they call my friend group even though we were sometimes at the parties and even though I did start drinking when I was, say, with me, 15 American years old. Good. They still called us the God Squad. <laughs> you were on the God Squad? I, they didn't say it to our face, but I knew they sometimes referred to us that as that in passing. That was the nasty little little thing. Yeah, like we were like nerdy and like – we weren't like nerdy, but they, they didn't they, – the cool girls looked down on us. Wow, naming clicks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know something sad about me and my click? It was only was me that? and one friend. And we went to separate high schools, and people would refer to us as Grenzi, which was <laughs> our names combined, Greta and Kenzie. That and sounds Kenzie's, like a chic band. Kenzie's still one of my best friends to this day, lives Amazing. in L.A., 
we talk all the time, but like Grenzi yeah. was a real. It's guttural. God Squad is really good. <laughs> it's really bleak. You also just unlocked a sense memory for me and that my senior year, my friend group, as a joke, nominated me for Homecoming Court. And, and I had to walk across the football field at homecoming. I'm confused. When you get nominated for homecoming course, see, this is what I mean. I didn't have this stuff. It was kind of like a joke at our school. Like it wasn't like actually the most popular girl was going to get it. It right. was like sort of a joke. It was almost, it was like embarrassing to do it. So my friends like as a joke, it was kind of mean, like told everyone. So I had to go like walk across the field at the homecoming game. That's I awful. remember what I wore. Yeah, I was going to say, what were you wearing? It was a patterned like sundress with long sleeves. I'd probably still wear it today. I was going to say, that feels very I was like, similar to like <laughs> something you would wear today. Yeah, I was remember. Was it short and long sleeves? Yeah, and like probably cowboy boots. I would say that's kind of the Catherine Cohen silhouette. It is. It's kind of, I know the thing I might wear tonight is very much like Zara, long sleeve, v-neck Beautiful. Boots. Anyways, so yeah. But we were not cool, but we would, like no one invited me to the parties, but sometimes I'd end up there. You would end up there. Yeah. Were you a good student? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't even know why. I'm I asking. was a complete monster. Okay. I would literally, I was the girl in the front row of class being like, I don't get it. I don't get it. I was monstrous. Wow. I had an A minus in one class and I made my my teacher give me an extra assignment so I could bump it to a, a straight A. Holy shit. I, I don't know why. I You know why? You know why? why? Because to this day, I'm convinced if I'm not successful, I'm not worthy of love. Well, yeah, I mean, same, but it's almost, it's interesting. I almost had, like, the reverse psychology mm. as you in high school, where I How was so? kind of like, this doesn't fucking matter. And I, I wish I felt like, that way. But it, it was to my detriment, you know what I mean? Because then it also didn't give me the self-esteem and, like, the skills that I could do stuff like that as I got older, you know what I mean? Because I think my whole mentality was like probably predominantly rooted in fear of mm -hmm. failure. Of course, of course. That then I would like, you know, fail and then disappoint my parents and my parents who were so work obsessed and like success driven parents. Then all of a sudden they would have like this failure of a daughter. So in my mind I was like, oh, well then I'll just, I'll just fail knowingly. And then, like, if I don't try, then I'm protecting myself in some way. Whereas I yeah. think that when you're younger and you teach your brain to, like, try really hard at something, then when you're older, you know that you can get positive results from doing that. But then I'm curious because now you work so hard, so when did it flip? When were you like, oh, now I, like, I'm getting it in when gear? It flipped when I wasn't, like, in fucking trigonometry yeah. class working on some bullshit that I didn't care about. Literally, I love math. <laughs> I literally get off. I got off in you geometry. I was you like, you and Abe, x equals y plus negative b. My brain. I was so bad at math that my teacher was literally like, "I think you have something wrong." Shut the you. fuck up. Yes, no. yes. I was. Oh my god. So bad at math. But then the things that did click with me in math were also like the hardest things that you're a genius you're a savant i mean no i'm not a savant but it was like <laughs> i am a savant with certain things i think oh <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah camera camera so yeah, many cameras my god i'm a savant at looking at the lens um, you should see the absolute squalor in which i record my podcast no i lie in my bed holding a microphone <laughs> on zoom i'm like this it's good it's heaven okay I think, I don't know, like, I wonder if you and I would have been friends in high school. No. 
No, you were like, cool. You would have hated me. No, you, no, here's the deal is that, I, so the issue was that even though I was in this like preppy whatever, I was like the one who like no boys ever liked, whatever. And I had this like secret like indie emo side that I was too scared to express. Like I'd go home and listen to like Death Cab for Cutie, sure. like, all that. But then I wouldn't actually walk the walk. You were walking the walk and I would have been envious of you. You probably would have been like, that like low life fuck face who like doesn't try who's fall I was falling asleep in class yeah I, I was been nodding really, off really judgmental you would have been you would have thought I was like bad I once sent like a particularly obnoxious email to our class president requesting that I got oh that I wanted like that I deserved an extra free period because I took honors classes and I worked harder than everyone else and he was like you don't work harder than everyone else you're a stuck up bitch and I was like it's true I'm obsessed with you in no, high I was, school I was hor- I was horrible <laughs> but I think it all it all felt like I was like if I have to stay here in Texas right. and become like a country club mom like all my friends like wa- seemed like they wanted to I was mm-hmm. like I will never fit in I'll be miserable I have to escape 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 room right right high school was an escape room I also envision you doing a ton of extracurriculars yeah yeah you got that right. Like I feel like you were you must doing be clairvoyant because that's exactly what I was doing. <laughs> you were on student body. No, I wasn't no? student body, but I well, I did. I played sports and I did theater. Were you doing like any clubs? Were you doing like mock trial or like debate or anything like that? No, we didn't really have that. I was just I was just um, doing all the the plays and the shows, and then play. I played basketball and volleyball. Were you booking? No, I never got a lead role in my whole life to save my life. Wow, really? Well, I. Yeah, there was – my high school was, like, had a really good theater program, and everyone was really talented. Was it competitive? Yes. And even, like, one of my friends from high school, from high school theater, like, is literally on that new show with Joel Kim Booster, the Maya Rudolph show. Oh, really? Her name is Stephanie Stiles. She's one of my best friends to this day. That's so, so funny. So it's, like, people were amazing. She's, like, been on Broadway and stuff, so it's, like, she was hmm, booking. I think Stephanie Stiles and I auditioned for the same part on that new Joel. I think you probably did. Yeah, we did. <laughs> I think you probably did. Awesome. Um, no. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, people were so good – that I I had some fun roles, but never never the lead I wanted. Yeah, but that made that like put a fire in me. Did your theater teacher like you? No, and yeah. that put a fire in me. Yep, yep. Like fuck you. This is this is the ultimately this is the tie that binds <laughs> yes all of us on this podcast. Yes, like the, our theater teacher didn't like us. Yes, it's like <laughs> theater teacher hated like hated. I hated my theater teacher hated me you would you it, it was as if I, f- I felt like emotionally like I had killed her dog oh my god you know like it was like that level like, who did she like deep. at your high school well of course she loved Patrick Foley of course because he was he is a brilliant actor and he is so talented but he was also like the only boy. You is know? that a is that a per- I don't know who that is. Oh, I thought you knew Patrick. Is he an actor? He's an actor. Oh, okay, he I thought you were just saying. You. I thought you were saying, of course, thought, of course. Well, I thought that you knew Patrick. Well, shout out to no, Patrick. No, Patrick. Patrick. Patrick doesn't call. He doesn't Patrick, write. Patrick famously, um, his play Circle Jerk was nominated for a Pulitzer. Oh, don't mind if I do. Don't mind if I do. He he. So he went to your high school, go, of course. He went to my high school, and then he went to NYU, and then he proceeded to go to Yale and get. Oh his, my God. His MFA and I'm humiliated that I don't know Patrick fully. I mean, you might you you would love. I'll introduce you guys. Fabulous, but like. Like, do you know Gianmarco Soresi? Yeah. <laughs> Went to my high I school. I know who that is. Oh, yeah. Love, he adored by the theater teacher. 
Yeah. Do you know uh, Ethan Slater, aka SpongeBob SquarePants? Yeah, on I know who that is. Adored. What a high. Wow, well, we have we have really impressive alums at our school. You know, I I don't know if my theater program was impressive. I think that we just had like talented people there. Yeah. I don't know if it was impressive. It always felt schlocky to me. But that's also me being bitter because I was like, "Fuck you guys," and I was getting stoned with like, you know, this guy who I had a huge crush on and building sets. Oh, that was my vibe. That sounds fun though. If, was it fun? I don't know. Where's was, the guy now? I have no idea, oh. but his name was O'Neill, and he had a brother named Fiery. Fiery? And, yeah, and I'm like, I would that's always sick. The joke would always be like, "That's what you're gonna get if you have sex with him." A fiery. I mean, pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> pretty good joke. Save it for the set. Save it for the stage. So okay. Yeah, no, no. My theater teacher hated me, and then it was, it was. He ended up like loving my little brother, so I was like, okay, you hate me, you love my brother, whatever, bye. That's very annoying. But shout out, I wish them the best, of course. Were you stressed out? Yes. Yes, I'm not, stress doesn't begin to cover it, like. Were you getting. I'm still unpacking, I'm still like trying to let myself enjoy my life for a second. Yeah, it's hard. I know. Did you, when did you start feeling the pressure? From myself, from the second I was born. Yeah. I kind of chilled out in college, actually, and then. And then, like, moving to New York and then everyone being, like, yeah, we're going to be famous. Then it, like, clicked in again. Then all of that, like, old, like, I have to be the best. Yeah. And I'm trying to um, just appreciate my life and, you know, my talents and not compare myself to other people, but it's hard. Oh, it's absolutely so hard. I know. I mean. I don't, I don't know if you can relate, but. I, no, I can't, I can't relate at all. I know. Personally, I figured. I figured. I wake up every morning. Yeah. And I, I have been this way since the day I was born, mm-hmm. where I wake up and I'm so assured. Of course. Everything in That's myself awesome. and everything they do. Confidence unwavering. <laughs> um, everything that I plan on doing I do oh that's awesome it's amazing and I never second guess and I just do it and then when I get feedback I don't internalize (laughs) it I don't take it personally totally I don't think it's an attack on who I am no 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 I just take it and I say thank you and then and god bless you and then every single thing that I try and do gets done that's fabulous <laughs> i think you and i are similar in that we some, we oscillate between like extreme confidence and extreme like oh self-loathing absolute but these are patterns that started in high school that's mm. why i do this show because you unpack I it need to unpack everyone else's <laughs> issues I know. but it's funny because for me like my parents weren't even hard on me like i was just so hard on myself because i was so scared of being stuck in an environment where I felt like I'd never fit in. When, it, when in reality, I could have happily gone to, like, the University of Texas and made, made like, amazing friends. But all I knew about UT was, like, sorority, like, hell. Right. So, But didn't your parents, because you went to a very prestigious college. Yes. And didn't your yes, father Yes, thank go you there? for noticing. <laughs> My dad went there, yes, yeah, so I always wanted to go there. Yeah. See, that... I think that we have subconscious pressures that are put on You're ourselves. You're right. You're right. Where it's like, you know, that's how I always felt, at least with my parents, where yeah. I was like, whoa, my parents are so successful and so yeah. smart and so, like, clicking at this rate that, like, I want to be there, too, you know? You're 100% right. Um, it's in there whether or not we admit it. On that note, I think we need to take a little pause for a commercial break. Oh, buy the thing. Buy whatever it is. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. 
Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Back. Oh, a fab. Welcome home. So when you... <laughs> thank you. When you are thinking... Oh, also, did you go by Catherine or Kat in high school? I've always gone by Catherine. Yeah. My whole life. Yeah. Um, I think it's cool when people call me Kat and I feel honored. But you know what? You're in your head and you're like, that's not my name. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because my cousin, her name is Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. And then she went through this phase where in college, everyone called her Liz. And I was always like, that's not her name. That's Elizabeth. Her name is Elizabeth. Her name is Elizabeth. Yeah. Guess what people call me in high school? Kitty cat. Critter. Critter. What? Were yeah. you bullied? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I think I was almost, I was almost like I was, I was like bullied by my friends. Like I was like the joke. Were your friends also overachievers? No. Because there were like cliques no. in my high school and like my class where I felt like, oh, that click, it was like that click, everyone went to MIT. Everyone went to like. No, Harvard. I was not in that at all. Like it was all my friends were not yeah not they were not stupid they're incredible people but no you didn't have a boyfriend in high school <laughs> i'm laughing <laughs> <laughs> did you kiss anyone in high school no no uh, i did eventually kiss someone okay senior year i was kind of drunk and i i was going through the drive through of a taco cabana and i made out with someone i'd had a crush on but he never liked me and i kept trying to make him like me taco cabana Taco Cabana. You wanted him in your taco cabana. 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 Um, but this seems very counterintuitive to me that you were drinking. I know. I don't under how does that fit in? Well, I remember I can tell you exactly how it began. We were fi- we were fifteen. Beginning of the school year, sophomore year, and we're all sitting um at one of our friends' house and I don't know who brings it up, but someone's kind of like there was a dance coming up. Okay. And we're like, what if before the dance we tried alcohol? What kind of alcohol? Well, get ready. So then we had like email. We had like laptops at my school and we'd, we wanted to email each other about the party and the plans, but we didn't want to say alcohol. So we called them T-shirts. We're like, I'm bringing the T-shirts to Hillary's. Then we're going and, and she'll bring the T-shirts Smart. to the car. That was our incredibly genius code word. Um, the way we got alcohol was that my friend was friends with a lifeguard at the local pool who was older than us mm. and bought us a bottle of one two three blue hypnotic gorgeous so we drank the hypnotic in the back of my friend's tahoe uh-huh and then went to the dance and were you drunk not that time eventually i did get drunk too drunk often yeah and my parents never found out until like senior year were they upset at that point senior year they were just like Whatever. Maybe they were relieved. My mom just like, I came home like smelling like booze. My mom's just like, <laughs> go to bed. 
I mean, I've talked about this before on the podcast, but I smoked so many cigarettes and so much really? pot in high school. Yeah, that like I would come home and my my parents would be like, "Were you smoking?" And I would be like, "No, like I know I wasn't silly. smoking." But it's like, of course, like you reek of cigarettes, you reek of weed for so long. Yeah, I was really scared of getting caught. I got in trouble once for th- it was a classic. It was like a high school movie. I accidentally threw a party. Like I invited like ten <laughs> friends over. All of a sudden, it's like. The whole school's there. Sure. I wake up. My, like, front door of my family's house is completely open. There's, like, oh. trash everywhere. My parents found out and I was in big trouble. Did you get grounded? Yeah, of course. For how long? I like, two weeks. Oh, that's not bad. No, it, like, wasn't bad at all. Oh, my but God. But I, I was such a good girl at heart. Yeah. I was a good girl at heart trapped in doing dumb bad girl things. Yeah. But I wasn't even that bad compared to, like, the mm. real bad girls. I was not that What were bad. they doing? Oh, like... I don't know, like having anal and like doing a bunch of coke and like stealing and uh It would be years you know. before I would do anal and coke and steal. <laughs> I mean it would be a year before I would do <laughs> be one calendar year before one calendar before you do before anal, I did coke, coke and, and anal and steal. <laughs> Sadly, I've I only, do steal. Sadly, I sadly I just have never stolen. I <laughs> I have never stolen. Trio, I've never I have never stolen. But one time, I had been working at this shop shop with an e at the end, mm-hmm. and I we were allowed to like try on. I just like walked out with something once. Mm. An honest mistake. An honest mistake. When you think back to your high school time, is there like one story that sticks out in your brain that is so quintessentially Catherine Critter Cohen? I don't know if that, but I have a very embarrassing – I remember, like, I wasn't invited to this party. Like, I shouldn't have been there, but my friends were all going. I went with them. And we've been at, like, some, like, concert. We're probably seeing, like we – well, we always used to go to, like, Dave Matthews Band. Like, love. sit on the hill, go to the rodeo, like, watch George Strait. Like, I would love to go and see Dave Matthews again. It was so fun. Mm-hmm. We went to this girl's, like, after party at her house, and I truly just walked in, immediately projectile vomited on her rug. <laughs> and then I – pretended I didn't do it I was like what I was like who did that and everyone was like looking at me like you did that mm-hmm. and I was like that's weird and then I just like laughed and then like I saw the girl years later and we were still laughing she was like that was horrible <laughs> no she was nice about it but I was like that was so embarrassing there is nothing worse than needing to clean up another person's nope. vomit absolutely humiliating and that happens all the time in high school I would say we high school students are constantly troubleshooting Oh. Because you need to figure out how am I going to clean this shit up. Oh, so bad. One time my good friend came over and we were like drinking out of my parents' liquor cabinet. Yeah. Which was like not, which was stupid. And her little brother came and her little brother was her, her little brother I think just turned 16 and was like her DD. Oh my God. And of course... He ends up getting wasted. Oh, no. So then he couldn't actually be the DD, but he drank like basically an entire bottle of Crown Royal. It's so and classic. He vomited. I grew up in a museum. I grew up. Oh my in god! My uh, my dad is crazy OCD. I grew up in a super modern, super like stark home with matte white walls that even if you had just washed your hands so thoroughly like would your fingerprint (laughs) would stay this kid no for some reason winds up in the bathroom in my dad's like office area which also connected to where we were drinking which was like the patio I lived in an apartment he gets out of the bathroom 
I don't know what happened. He must have vomit all over his hands. Oh, no. And he wiped vomit no. all over the walls. All over my family's, like, oh, bleach, God. bleach white walls. And I was so drunk. And I remember seeing that being like, what the fuck? And that was the first time. And then after that, I realized the power of this when I did one of those, everybody get the fuck out. You know, I was like, you got to get the fuck out of my house right fucking now. That's the classic. But the way that my father used to catch me having parties, because I developed his like OCD cleaning Mm -hmm. nature. So I would be like the most thorough post party home cleaner ever. But the way that he would catch me is he would look at our wood floors at a certain angle and he could see if there were corners with multiple footprints that I didn't clean up. And that would be literally That's insane. He was like monk. That's he literally was like monk. Oh my God. (laughs) Oh it's so awful. It's awful yeah so like so i just remember like we just didn't know how much alcohol did what to you so no. it's like i would go i would steal my parents like vodka and then put water in it the classic yep Ozarka, because vodka and water taste exactly exactly the same, same. being a zarka bottle full of vodka and i would just like chug the whole thing and then i'd be like you know then my friends it's like a, we're, it was a disaster awful and then because i was like christian i felt so guilty about it and so there was lots of crying and feeling guilty so you were half jewish or you yeah. are half jewish yeah. half christian yeah what, what led you to pick one over the other was it just i didn't raised? pick it was just like i went to these christian like private schools and so right. everyone I didn't really know any Jewish people. Everyone in the surrounding neighborhoods were Christian. Yeah, and it was like the cool thing to do to like go to the youth group, go to camp, like yeah, I was whatever. Say, I, I famously know that you went to Christian summer camp. Oh my God, I know. I recently unlocked a trauma, a traumatic memory in that I remember even when I when I eventually did start having sex, I forgot for like an entire year I would like cry after every time because I felt so guilty. Oh my God. Isn't that horrible? Not to get dark. I wish that I could just like go to little teen Catherine and like give you a big hug and a Xanax. It's so stupid. Oh my god, speaking of Xanax, is that a knock I hear on the door? <gasps> Why, yes it is. Oh. We are in the high school guidance counselor's oh. office, honey. And guess what? I am your licensed high school guidance counselor. Thank you. And the amazing thing about what we do here in my office is we kind of talk about something that happened in your high school past, mm. something that still bothers you to this day, and then we talk about it once, and then you are cured. You never think about it again. I also have some apple juice, should you be having low blood sugar. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Mrs. Guidance Counselor. You're welcome. I, I would really fucking slay it as a high school Absolutely. counselor. My tits fucking up to my chin. <laughs> <laughs> so horny uh, sitting on the desk when students legs are, crossed yeah. pencil skirt yeah. blouse bursting at the seams <laughs> absolutely so tell me Catherine <sighs> is there an event of high school past that that you would like to kind of you know rectify something that's been gnawing at you after all these years it could be something you've done or something someone's done oh. to you. It can be really anything. You can yield this time to say sorry, to say fuck you to someone. Mm. Whatever it is you want to do, you can just go wild. Oh, you know, it's funny because in many ways I still feel like too connected to like that. Like there are things I'd want to say that I could. That you can't say publicly. Yeah, that's how I feel. which is crazy because it's been what, like. What year is it? Let's see. I'm a year above you. So I graduated high school, I think, 
14, 15 years ago. Wait. Yeah, but it's been like it's been like years 15 ago? years. And I'm still like, I'm scared they'll know. I'm, um, I understand. I think the main thing I have to unpack is that, you know, when I fell into the youth group culture, I felt so guilty for every single thing I did. Mm. For every drink, every lusty thought, I would I would masturbate and feel so guilty. And I love masturbating. I should be able to do that, right? Yeah. Yeah. You should. So I'm just sad because I think God God is a really cool idea. Mm-hmm. And I think I still believe in a God. And I think God is like cool, could be cool in the way that like crystals or like saging stuff is cool. Yeah. But these churches, they really ruin it. Yeah. And they kind of, you feel like it kind of negatively impacted your, your, um, ability to enjoy certain aspects of the high school experience. Yeah. Like the shame that like these church, like the church youth group, like the shame. It was Baptist. I ended up going to this like Presbyterian church. Um, but the way that these like youth leaders would talk about like women's roles and like what sex means, like this, like I still to this day, like every now and then I'll be like, oh, and I have to like get rid of like those, the feeling that yeah. I'm like, you know, gross or sinful or like whatever. It's crazy. I mean, so I would say fuck, fuck you to that. Like ran- those random youth group people who made me feel bad about loving my body and my horniness. You were going to youth group through high school. Like through all of high school. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And there's some people from that experience I still really love and cherish. No, for sure. But they're I, very. A lot of them are very misguided, and I think it's really upsetting. And I would never want my children to be sucked into that. Yeah, the shame is really real. I also think that when you're a teenager, you inherently feel so much shame, mm-hmm. just like existing in your body and your thoughts. Oh and my you're, god, you're awkward, and you're like, I don't know, you feel bigger than you are, and you don't have the autonomy that you want. And I think that it's almost like compounding on pre-existing feelings that you already have inside of you yeah exactly and it's I remember like I'd look at like my naked body in the mirror and be like this is disgusting only one person's ever gonna see this my husband it'll be in the dark so I'm okay isn't that insane now I'm like that is so (laughs) funny it's so sad and stupid I and stupid it's stupid.com it's 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 a part of the fabric that makes you yeah. who you are. The tapestry that is my life. But what I would say to you is masturbate freely. Don't feel shame. Okay, cool. Have have premarital sex, oh, as I know you You do. are such a horny guidance counselor. And don't feel shame. <laughs> Fuck with the lights on. Watch yourself. Oh, I do. Yeah, that's fun, isn't it? Make a video and then delete it after. <laughs> You know, enjoy. The other day, Brian and I were at this hotel and we were like having sex in the mirror. Like he was behind me. We were looking at each other in the mirror. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, damn, I look really good. And afterwards I was kind of like, and he was like, whoa. And I was like, yeah. And he was like, I looked really hot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, I was like, you did, King. You're okay. That's actually the truth. And no one wants to talk about the fact that when you fuck in a mirror, both looking in the mirror, each individual is looking at themselves. Yeah, usually, yeah. <laughs> it's like I have to be like... Well, because it's not... Like, it isn't normal, quote-unquote, to be staring at your reflection while you're getting fucking railed. Yeah. So then you are curious to see... Of course. What does that girl look like? Yeah, I'm like, what does this girl's... Bo- like, 
You know, it's, what does my body do? What does my, my back face doesn't do? arch enough is what I want to share. Mm. I feel like I'm always hunched over. I'm like, there's nothing. I'm like always like <laughs> my spine is curved forward, but that's what feels good. You got, I mean, if that's what feels good. I know, but I want to be like, oh. I know. You want to have that swoop. I, I don't have a swoop. My butt is kind of like, even though it's wide and I have big hips, it's kind of flat. You want that that like Beyonce partition mm-hmm. when she like slides down that like little stool thingy absolute that is the dream oh i know god so is my guidance counselor you're telling me to get a <laughs> yeah bbl I'm telling you to sh- get a bbl <laughs> stretch out your fucking back yeah <laughs> go to yoga spread it spread it <laughs> if you could go back in time and give your high school self any advice what would it be you're killing it <laughs> wow that is not what i was expecting you I was to like, say i was gonna say well i think I was, think, I was thinking on the walk over here, I was like, ultimately, I don't regret anything because whoever slighted me or whatever pissed me off, like, just ma- encouraged me to, like, find my path. Mm, mm-hmm. And, yeah, I it was – I also, like, ultimately, even if, if this is an unpopular opinion, I did have a lot of fun in high school and I did have some great friends and some good memories, so. I mean, it sounds like you didn't endure a ton of peer trauma. No, I wasn't. I mean, it was it was upsetting that like people seemed like it, like in what what sort I'm looking for. People seemed um, incapable of having a crush on me, which was shock. I was just like, am I absolutely disgusting? You felt very desexualized. Completely like, like a huge joke. But no one was rude rude to me. It just felt right. like it just sucked that like the anyone I liked, I it was automatically like no. You know, because it, it's not even about if you're attractive. It's like if people have known you for so many years, they just know like oh we we don't we're not allowed to like. Like her. Like her, yeah. Is how it felt. Yeah, there were a lot of rules right? in terms of like dating and liking people in high school. How many boy- high school boyfriends did you have? A million. Ugh. No, that's not true. Love it. I had I had two serious high school boyfriends. And when I have yeah. been asked in the past if I could go back and give my high school self any advice, I would be like, dump those fucking boyfriends. Yeah. My mom was always like, don't have a boyfriend. Don't have a boyfriend. Mm. It's a waste of time. Like, enjoy this but I was like, I was like a lovesick puppy for these two boys. <sighs> and it was intense. It's inevitable because even though I didn't, it, that just made me crave it so much when I got to college that it like took over my brain. But you know it what I mean? really is like, imagine that's you in college when like at 18, your brain is like more developed. Slightly like, you more. You are like 16, 15. I can't whatever. even fathom. It is possessed me like I literally felt sick I don't know how else to describe it makes perfect sense you can't see anything else other than you you are wholly convinced that that is your person for the rest of your life and I know people from my high school who've married each other same and I'm like whoa I mean I would not want to marry anyone that dated in high school there is no one in my high school who I would consider marrying no yeah there was this guy who was kind of cute but we weren't even really friends and I saw him a couple years ago at the equinox Mm. and I was like hi hello hello bonjour bonjour and I kind of was like you should come to a show sometime and I think he was like I'm married with kids (laughs) (laughs) what of um did you have a senior superlative you know it's kind of embarrassing I think I (laughs) <laughs> I think mine was um, most likely to be on SNL. Was it? Which I'm kind of not on. Here's the <laughs> thing, though. 
first of all, that was never I I it's crazy to me that that was such a common superlative in high school. Yeah, it's like the it was such a big I mean, it I still guess is. it was I guess no. It yes. I'm like, right, SNL is a really popular program. But I do think <laughs> that when we were in high school, it was yeah, peak. it's like who's the it funny was like one? Who's peak, the yeah? I, it was peak SNL time, especially because one of my friends was like on the yearbook committee, so she knew me really well, and like I was like the funny one in the friend group. So I think she just kind of threw that in there. Did you always want to be in entertainment? I always wanted to be an actress. Mm. Yeah, so I crazy. That. No, I I mean I always wanted to be an actress too. Yeah, and then, and then you know you have to when when you have adults that are deranged telling you that you are not good, yeah. then it makes you pivot. But then you realize in the pivot, oh, this is not what I want to do at all. And then you ultimately pivot back. Yeah, absolutely. You know? I was kind of like, even though my theater teachers weren't like supportive, I was kind of like, I know I'm really good though. Yeah. I mean, that's how I always, I always kind of felt too. Yeah, we got that special something. But then it, I don't know. I still think there is that annoying part of being a teen where you're like, but someone has to tell me I can. Like, I don't know. I I see these teens now, and maybe because um, the internet has just exploded in such a bigger way mm-hmm. that I think, like, pre-internet, like, my brother's generation, if you, you know, graduated in, like, 80s and 90s, even early aughts from high school – you didn't have anything to compare yourself mm-hmm. to other than like the pop culture that you took in from magazines yeah. or whatever or MTV. And then like we were hit with this weird first wave internet consumption where we were able to experience more of these things like FOMO and comparative situation. And then I think it got really bad. And now I think that like, all of these kids have just grown up with it their whole life, that they're so, like, comfortable and confident and well-spoken and feeling, like, unstoppable to me when I see them on, like, TikTok and shit. But then I'm like, no, I need to remember they're all just little shells of human beings still. But also it's so scary because I, I always read things that say, like, you know, 90% of teens say their dream job is to be a content creator. I know. And I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is that? I know. It's real. You need to have, like, a, a true, like, I want to have a high schooler on. on. Yeah, that'd be amazing. I High schooler. If you're a high schooler and you're listening to this podcast and you're 18 plus, <laughs> okay. A or, recent high school grad. Or consent from a parent. <laughs> Would love to have you on the show. LA locals only. I um, think <laughs> local hire. Local hire. I think Actually, that'd be like so fascinating. Rapid fire questions before we wrap oh. up because I think we have to wrap up. What did you wear to your senior prom? Actually, an amazing dress that I would still wear today. What did it look like? One shoulder, the top was gray, and then the skirt was kind of like puffy cupcake short, like a teal and gray pattern. Mm, beautiful. It was really cute. And I had like a sort of braided crown around my head. Did you have a date? Um, no one asked me to my prom, obviously, so I asked a friend from another school and he came with me. That's fun. It was fun. It was, like, not at all sexy or exciting, but it was, like, fine. Did you get drunk at prom? No, we had, like, a sip of Kahlua, mm. which is kind of all we had access to. And then after? No, I was sober, and then we went to Dave and Buster's, a- Dave and Buster's after. Did you ever smoke a cigarette in high school? Um, no, I smoked, I smoked a clove cigarette in my driveway with my friend. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Were you a journaler? <gasps> um... Yeah, I have an 80-page Word document of high school poetry. That's beautiful. That's really beautiful. Do you remember anything off the top of your head that you'd like to share with us? Absolutely. 
Not. <laughs> Absolutely not. What song would you like, would you listen to and you would be like, this song emotionally understands me? Oh, you know, I really liked Iron and Wine, mm. um, but I can't remember the name of the track. But what I was going to tell you is that my friends and I, we were so obsessed with Taylor Swift's mm. Our Song. It's a great song. We burned a CD where it was just Our Song 12 times, and we'd, listen, we'd drive around listening to it. Our song is slamming screen doors, sneaking out late, tapping on his window. window. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when he's on the phone and phone real slow. <laughs> I mean, it, that's when Taylor Swift was still singing about God. I fucking love her. You probably really identified with her, though. I really connect to her. Because she's like our age, and there I she know. was with her guitar, talking about amen, talking about the Lord, <laughs> you know? I know, and the boys and the teardrops and the guitar. Um, Iron and Wine. Was Garden State big for you? Yeah, I loved like the shins. And, yeah. Like, Just last night I woke up so unconscious or whatever he says. <laughs> I love the shins. I still to listen to the shins all the time. Oh, same. Like, my, in some ways, my musical taste is very stuck in like the early 2010s. Oh, for sure. I feel the same way. Sufjan was big. Like, yeah. Who else? If when I, Sufjan wrecks me because mm-hmm. Sufjan gives me immediate, um, takes me immediately back to my boyfriend, my junior year of high school. And in such a way that it's almost like, there are songs that just like rip me apart if I hear them. Yeah. And you know what song also really gets my goat? Hmm. Flashing Lights by Kanye West. Oh. Do you remember that song? Like no. flashing. Oh yeah. Lights. Yeah. yeah, do do do. It's it's We were obsessed with Soldier Boy in high school too. Yeah. Soldier Boy tell him. On the party bus. Yeah. To Cotillion. It's Cotillion. Cotillions were the girls asked the guys. We didn't even talk about Cotillion. It's a whole other next Did episode. Did you have a dead ball? No, God, no, no. I went to a many dead balls. But, but you didn't have one. Definitely not my family's vibe, no. Cotillion, Foxtrot. Cotillion was like, we took some, like, dance classes, and then we had a big party where everyone got, like, just wasted. Yeah. With, like, the two other, like, schools nearby. Would you wear gloves and stuff like that? No, just, like, a cocktail dress. Um, would you have a big Southern Belle blowout? Yeah. Did you have a Texas accent? No, no. No, you always... Houston's, like, such a big... City. Metropolitan city. That people aren't really talking, like... Twang. Some I have friends who have twang, sure. Yeah. My mom has a little twang. That's, She's from there. That's sweet. Yeah. We love a twang. We love a twang. What was your favorite snack food in high school? Your go-to snack? Oh, my go-to snack. I have a very visceral memory of being on the South Beach diet and my mom. How long are you on the South Beach diet <laughs> like for? Like just a year, but I was like it was so intense and so traumatic. My mom brought me like a cooked hamburger patty with no bun wrapped in tin foil Ooh. to pick me up and I would eat like the yeah. I you know the urge to have control of your body as a teenager as a woman is just something that oh. never quite seems to leave you. <laughs> it definitely you doesn't never I, get to shake it. I totally swung the other direction and was like so binge eating so much like the next 2 years. <sighs> well, it's all about balance. <laughs> Speaking of balance, Today's episode is brought to you by Luna Bar. <laughs> this Luna. is the very first diet I ever went on oh, in high school. God. This episode is not actually brought to you by Luna Bar, but I would just like to do a special shout out to this lemon zest flavor Luna Bar because nothing triggers me more than this bar. And I'm a <laughs> glutton for punishment and I ate half of it. Gorgeous. 
Catherine. Something's never changed. Something's never changed. A oldie but a goodie. Absolute. I'm so. Oh wait, my final question. Yeah. I had two final questions, just because you're a fun person to do this with. Were you one of those people that had like a meticulous and gorgeous schedule? Yeah, yes. Uh, not meticulous. I was very. I'm very organized, but I wouldn't say it was pretty looking. Do you have good handwriting? No. Really? Do you? Yes. <laughs> By force, because I'm a lefty. Oh, I lo- so, love a lefty. So chic. I'm a lefty and I would drag and I was the one psycho that would write in pen in high school. Oh, my God. And I would drag, drag, drag. So then I had to learn how to not smudge. So now I write in all caps. Oh, that's amazing. I mean, it looks like I'm screaming. <laughs> in, uh, in some ways you are. I mean, when I am screaming, though, like when I journal, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do like triple underline things. <laughs> Obsessed. Need to read. Yeah, it's my journals are. I have, I have my journal. I could read you a journal. Oh, entry. please, please immediately. Okay. How do you have one? You've always kept one. Oh no! I thought I was like way too cool for journals when I was in high school. Journals. I was, this like, is a recent. Pussy. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm gonna read you. I'm gonna read you a recent entry. I'm so excited. Um, let's read one from. Okay. <laughs> this is uh. <laughs> this is from September twenty second of twenty twenty one. Absolutely incredible. Okay, I do feel slightly better. The set went fine. The audience was meh, but I really don't think that was fully because of me. <laughs> Excited to get back into it again, I guess. And I'm happy that, and I'm happy to remember stand-up's fun. <laughs> I think if I just continue to be creative and push myself, I'll feel more in control and fulfilled. Yes. I also think Stepmom Podcast is going to be better than I thought. I really want to get back into my show development mode. (laughs) Can I see the handwriting? And book, but one thing at a time. (laughs) That's a very, very rational, oh, stunning. You sound very measured and together in that journal entry. Well, then the journal entry before, it's not good, you know? (laughs) It can't be shared. (laughs) It's not good. It's really not good. But, you know... We yeah now I just I have to my therapist wants me to practice compassion exercises. Oh, how does you? I need that too. How do you do that? I, I I'm really bad at them because I put so much pressure on myself. And oh. when it starts to feel like homework, takes me back to being 15, where I'm like, I can't do this. I can't do this. She sends me like compassion worksheets, and my brain, I'm so fucked that my brain is like, you don't love yourself enough. You can't even do that fucking worksheet. Oh, like it's not, man. it's not good. Anyway, today's episode is <laughs> also sponsored by Lex. A pro, a 2.5 milligram dose every day. I just stopped my Prozac, so it's also sponsored by 20 milligrams Prozac. Together, Catherine Cohen and I are sponsored by the pharmaceutical industry of the United States. Thank you so much. <laughs> and that will not be included. <laughs> okay, Catherine. Grata. Heaven. Could we, mall, could we go to the mall together one day? I know. I wish we could go today, but I'm too. No, just say generally. I want to go to the mall. I adore in the mall in Texas. With you. The Galleria. I would love. We'll go. It's huge. I would love to go. It's like five malls. I want you to take me to all of this. You spots. should come. I know next time it was a shame we didn't overlap at Moon Tower because Pat and I went back to Houston and hung I want to go family. to the mall with you. Yeah. And I want to just. I want to. I want to study with you. Honestly, my friend and I used to 
to make studying more fun, we'd read the textbook to each other in British accents. That is fun. And it was fun. That is fun. Theater. Theater of the absurd. Catherine, you know, everyone that's uh, listening to my podcast, I'm sure already listens to your podcast. I hope so. And if they don't. Check it out, y'all. It's called Seek Treatment. Mm-hmm. The cat and pat. And it can be found on all the spot, the lo- all the websites. And watch Catherine's amazing special on Netflix. Please watch it. Please. It's so fabulous. It's so good. Is there anything <laughs> else I'm missing? Buy Catherine's poetry book. The poetry became real. Oh, thank real. you. The Not, poetry did become real. It did become That's beautiful. Real. Um, wow. What is another stunning ride of an episode? Thank you so much for having me. Uh, thank you so much. For and thank you to it. her. Yeah, thank you. For bringing us here. Thank you to her. Compassion. Yeah. No, I do look at her and I say, how did no one see that that haircut was a cry for help? <laughs> it's just amazing the way you <laughs> pivoted into absolute glam. Ah, you know. We loved that scene. Oh my scene god, this set is so good. The SAT movies, book. yeah. You know, I was an SAT tutor too, so I had to go. I had to relive it all over again. When were you an SAT tutor? Like when I first moved to New York and graduated. Did you get perfect boards? No, I definitely didn't get perfect scores. But the thing was, it was like I graduated college, and all of a sudden, I was literally taking the SAT again. And I was like, "This is backwards." Yeah, no, that is backwards. Anyways. Now I just make millions, billions doing yeah. little slutty songs. Yeah. <laughs> I also make a billion dollars. I actually make a billion dollars per episode. Yeah, of you're show. paying me a billion million for this, yeah, right? Yeah, Perfect. Yeah. Love that. Thank you so much for Thank you so much to the to everyone. To the everyone. <laughs> thank you so much to the everyone. Thank you so much for listening to Senior Superlatives. Um, thank you for supporting me in my artistic endeavors. I hope you continue to support. And um, we love you. And as we say every week on the pod, stay cool, never change. Until next time, ta-ta. That was a HeadGum Podcast.